It's Melissa and Austin in the morning on US 99. Since it is a Monday, mm-hmm. we got to check in with the only woman who has the same alliteration as the day Monday, our dear Melissa McGurn, to check in to see what's going on in the latest and greatest with raising her now 13-year-old son and what we like to call Melissa's Monday Mom Mayhem. Melissa's Monday Mom Mayhem. Mel, what is the latest with your son, Porter? Okay. You know how things are a challenge with teens? Well, the temperatures have dropped, and it's been very cold, as we all know. We've all been dealing with bundling up or yeah. some people staying home, not going into work because it's just too cold to, Definitely. to do the commute. Yeah. And n- the interesting thing with Porter, and I've also noticed it with a lot of other kids because I pick up, at school, mm-hmm. that even though the temperatures have dropped down to say negative six with a wind chill of negative thirty, sure, yeah, I remember that day. The kids are still not wearing coats. What? They're they're wearing sweatshirts, hoodies. And they're not. Is and it not freezing? Yeah. That's the well. That's what I'm wondering. So I've been pushing Porter. I'll be like, hey really cold right now you might want to put a coat on yeah right right and he's like oh no no i'm fine he's like i'm or he's more irritated no i don't need it i'm fine yeah I'm right fine. right 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 tough tough kid yes yeah mom it, mom i don't need it stop yeah and i think it's more like he's trying to fit in with all the other kids since nobody else wears them so that's like the cool thing to do or oh, something geez, yeah so at what point 312-946-4995 at what point do you push your kid to wear the coat? Or has yeah. that happened to you where yeah. you're like, no, you're going to wear this coat? Or... Yeah, like how? Just, how do you get them, I feel like? It's, right. Because, yeah. you know, they they push back on a lot. <laughs> or do you just say, okay, you're going to learn yeah. that lesson on your own, and they come back and they've lost four fingers. Right. So, I mean, it's like, what happens? That, that is an uphill battle. It is. and I Both know so ways many, in the snow. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know so many parents are going through it because I see hundreds of kids walking out of the school without wearing coats in these temperatures. Jeez. Oh, so it's like push and like cause chaos, or do you just not push and let them learn the lesson on yeah, their own? Yeah, there's no way you're alone in this. Yeah. So it's like, what what battle worked or didn't work for you yeah. in this? Because, I mean, I didn't grow up like this. I wore coats. <laughs> I remember being Porter's age and not ever wanting to wear a coat, but I feel like I was always forced to do so. 312-946-4995. Have you been faced with this battle, the battle of the coat? And how did you, how did you overcome it? Or did you overcome it? Did you just let them learn that lesson on their own until, you know... They, like, got frostbite on their pinky <laughs> yeah, finger. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know. It's like it's such a battle. Let them lose kids... a limb before they learn, right? I don't know. All the kids are doing it. Every single one of them. Kim and McHenry. So this is like battle of the coats in, in sub-zero temperatures. Have you run into that with kids, and what have you done about it? Oh, my gosh. My, both my children, actually, through all of grade school, high school, they used to take the bus out here because it's kind of pretty rural, and you would tell them, dress warm, dress warm. They would never do it, and now my kids are 23 and 19, and my son is at um, a college in the zoo. Oh, um, M-I-Z. <laughs> M-I-Z. Oh, you just got Austin excited. Know you. you. And <laughs> what? Oh, and, and he 
actually just, I told him to please leave early because he just came back from winter break and he was going back on Monday and dressed just in a sweatshirt. Um, negative two, got into a car accident. <gasps> oh, no. Uh, yes. Luckily, he was fine. He just slid off the road because of the snow on the ice. But he was stranded with no running car for an hour and a half, freezing. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Why don't they listen to their parents? Oh, my gosh. And exactly. That's the first thing I said to him. This is why I asked you to leave earlier, and this is why I asked you to dress warmer for things like this. But, Melissa, I just want to give you a heads up. Nobody ever says this. Parents were more about their kids as teenagers and young adults because we have no control over them. I yeah. know. Yes, I'm feeling the start of that because there's so much pushback. Yeah. And oh, God, it gets worse. Oh, great. <laughs> I don't want to hear that, Kim. <laughs> yeah, so Kim, you're telling me like your kid's in college and like still like refusing to wear the coat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. So, that's, that's promising, Mel. I mean, I guess you know him better than anybody else. Do you think this will be the thing that makes him start to change his thoughts and now actually dress for the weather? I'm I'm absolutely hopeful okay. that he will. Oh my gosh. But I'm not going to promise anything. Okay. Yeah, right, right, right. I, I, I feel you, Kim. Oh my goodness. I definitely feel you. Well, Kim, thank you so much for calling. We appreciate you weighing in and uh, at least hitting us with the uh, with the truth and knowing oh, yeah. what, we, what we have to expect. Thank you, yeah, for calling. And uh, please, uh, tell your son I said uh, M-I-Z. And he'll say C-O-U. All right, all right. Rena and Payla Hills. So we're kind of like in battle of the coats right now with these freezing temperatures. Was there any way that you got your kid to wear a coat or are you just letting them ride it out and learn it on their own? Learn that lesson. So actually I'm a principal at a middle school and oh. hoodies are a thing. They wear them all year long, 90 degrees, 50 degrees, negative 20. It doesn't matter. It's the same hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So last year we had a bunch of coats donated. We had them hanging by the exit. We would tell them, grab a coat. Really? But they were not the right color. They were some bright colors and things like that. Oh. This year, we had more coats donated, all gray and black, and they will grab those as they're leaving. Okay. okay. Well, that's good. But are they wearing them on the way in? No. Okay. No, sometimes no. yes. Sometimes yes. Sometimes no. So, to be honest, I think you're going to have to ride it out. It's just a thing. They're and if this so is coming weird. from the principal, then yeah. you know. Then you know it's an issue. I know. Seriously, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. No, we are outside doing outside duty every day. We are all bundled up with everything, and they come walking by in their hoodies. Well, Rita, thank you for calling. We appreciate it. And thank you for all that you, you do. Uh, we are very appreciative of yes. of people in, in your line of work and, and all that you guys do for our kids. And your attempts to get them to wear coats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank so. you for helping. <laughs> we try. We try. Yeah. You guys have a great day. Love listening to you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Rita. Well, Mel, it looks like uh, you're screwed. That's uh, basically what I got from all that, so. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm just gonna, like everyone's saying, you just gotta let it ride out, I suppose. If heaven is anywhere, it's right here with a game of <laughs> one's gotta go. Get your text messages into our text line. 44995 is the text line number. You just text in a couple of things that are really difficult to pick between, and then we tell you which one of those options has got to go. Who do we have on the line today? So glad you asked, Mel. Thanks. We've got our dear pal, Frank in Lombard. Frank, how are you this morning? How are we doing, guys? Good. How you doing? 
Not too bad, not too bad. Good. Too you ready bad. To, you ready to play a game now? Ready to get going? Absolutely. All right. All right, Kyle, what do we got for Frank? Uh, so this one is actually from a 224 texter. Very good question for this weather outside. One's got to go, Frank. Losing your jacket or having wet shoes on? Which one's got to go? Ooh, uh, I have bad circulation in my feet, so they're always cold. So I'd say losing my jacket. <laughs> losing your jacket's got to go. Okay. Man, I would actually say the same thing. I can get cold, some very cold toes, and I don't like that. I think that i rather have the, the, the shoes on the feet no matter what. So you're saying the jacket's got to go. Yes, the jacket's got to go. And Frank, you said the jacket's got to go? Yeah, jacket. You guys are all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna say that. Of course you I'll, are. I'll take the wet shoes because like your shoes get wet anyway when you walk in the snow long enough. So I'll give me the jacket. At least the, at least my torso's warm. Imagine walking outside ahead, with this your, coldness. Your toes. Like, you don't get, look at me like that, Kyle. <laughs> no, no, I'm agreeing with you. I was wrong oh. in my head. I was misplaying the game in my head because yeah. I would much rather be warm and like. Like, yeah, having wet feet sucks. You know your extremities, like, can get frostbite really easily. I, I run in this weather, so it's no big deal to oh, me. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. I've run a marathon. Uh, <laughs> I didn't just try to work that in. What? Okay, what? Frank, uh, we're going straight to you again on this one. One's got to go from a 708 texter. Slipping on ice in front of people or having a voice crack when talking in a big meeting? Which one's got to go? <laughs> Ooh, those are both pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably the slipping on ice, because at least we can make fun of it as long as you didn't get hurt. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. However, that and that is really funny in the moment. Yeah. I'm saying the slipping on ice got to go. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to fall. I don't want to, like, that hurts. Yeah. So I'm going to say I'd much rather people laugh at me for my voice cracking, because then I can make a joke out of it. You know, and I could like spin it and be like, oh, you know, like as a, you know. I think a, Melissa and I have done that before. Uh, I think so too. What, make fun of me? Yeah, hundred percent to my face every day. <laughs> okay, I don't like this. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> no, I'm saying the meeting's gotta, the meeting's gotta go, you guys. It has to go because it's you're in a professional setting. Those people all know you. If you fall on the ice. Then nobody knows you. You just get up and walk away. All right. Well, let's go outside and have you fall in the ice. <laughs> I want to go see that. <laughs> All right, Frank. Last one just for you. One's got to go. This is from a 847 texter. Driving behind a plow truck or driving behind a school bus? Mm-hmm. Which one's got to go just for Frank on this one? Um, I'd say driving behind the plow truck's got to go because that salt can just tear up your car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Point. That is a good point. Man, Frank, very logical with his answers. Yeah, yeah. I, I was here. I was thinking like the school bus because it like stops nonstop. But <laughs> the, the, the salt, yeah, that can do damage on your car. Absolutely. I guess I'll put up with the school bus stops and little kids running on and running <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, I'll let that slide, I guess. They're cute anyway. <laughs> Austin. Melissa. We got an email for Dear Melissa and Austin from James in Naperville. So there's been some issues in the marriage, and we know how difficult marriages can be. Yeah. I know you have a question for it, James, but I'm not sure if we have an answer, and it has to do with going bowling. It has to do with going bowling. The lanes have been open for so long, in <laughs> 10 years. We've been doing this. You know, we have many kids. It's a beautiful thing. But what's going on is that we used to go bowling at least three or four times a week. 
but things have really simmered down and we're not going bowling anymore. It's, it's a weird thing. We've been together for 10 years, and I don't know if this is a premise of me wanting to break up with her or leave her. We're married. I mean, everything else is fine, but to me, this is a big part of the relationship still. I'm, I'm still a young man. I'm in my, I'm my early 40s, but I'm still, I'm still there. I'm still bowling. I'm, I don't understand why I still got the velocity. The, the, the bowling ball is running down that thing, you know? Yeah. But no one wants to hang out. No one doesn't want to go bowling with me anymore. Right. So there's no bowling at all. At all. I I would hate to think that she's cheating on me. Oh, right. Yeah. No, that doesn't mean, necessarily mean she's cheating. No. Though, just because there's no bowling. Yeah. I think women well, just don't want it. Yeah. Don't, don't love bowling as much as men do. I don't want to, like, ever say anyone should end a relationship over this bowling is important in the sense that it's it's a very intimate thing and it obviously you connect on a, a level that you never could without bowling if that makes sense <laughs> you know <laughs> like it's it, it, it's so important for relationships and mm-hmm. uh obviously done responsibly <laughs> i am gonna say something that may be maybe not be the popular opinion oh i just don't think it's a big enough deal to end a marriage. Here's the reason why. I feel like people, the ones that want to bowl, always think it's a huge deal. And then the people who don't want to bowl don't think that it's as big of a deal. Right. And then sometimes people are going through things or women in their you know 40s might be like perimenopausal or something and that can cause problems or maybe they just aren't a big bowler anyway yeah <laughs> i mean so there's all yeah. kinds of factors that can be at play and it has always kind of bothered me that that they may, it's made to be such a big issue like, yeah. I just feel like the relationship and the friendship should come first. Yeah. But the thing I was trying to get across is that we were going bowling a lot and yeah. it just stopped. Right, right. So that's what gets me kind of thinking, what's going on behind my back? Yeah. I To me, it's a it's a piece of the pie. And without it, it is an incomplete, you know, nobody wants a pie with a slice taken out, right? And see, and I don't think yeah. so, because even men can have physical problems. And when men have physical problems, right. bowling... I still don't think the women should end the marriage because of that. So are you you're saying that it is a reason that a marriage should end? No, I'm saying it's not. I'm saying I think there's other ways to be intimate and still be best friends oh, without okay. doing that. Let's do this. 312-946-4995. Let's put it out to the phones. Is not bowling enough reason to end a marriage or a relationship? Do you think if you're not satisfied in your bowling game with your significant other or it's not happening or it's not happening yeah Yeah, right it's not happening yeah they are it's not you're not getting it as much as you would like is that reason to call things off in a relationship in a marriage whatever 312-946-4995 james we're gonna try and field some answers here for you and maybe help give a little bit more perspective for your situation if that's cool that's cool that's fine guys Tiffany and Portage. So, Tiffany, I'm wondering, should a relationship end when you don't bowl anymore? What do you think? No, I, I don't. I, I think sometimes men, and I hate to, like, separate this by sexes, <laughs> but I think sometimes men don't realize that women get exhausted. I mean, he said they have kids, and he said they have several kids. Women get really exhausted, and sometimes I think men forget that if we're that tired, 
Bowling is something that we can put aside. Mm-hmm. Tiffany, I I'm I don't disagree with you at all, but I am going to uh, ask a follow up. Don't you think that prioritizing a relationship holds some sort of importance? Like making sure that your relationship is at the best place possible should take precedent over certain other things. I, I absolutely, a hundred percent, I do. But I think that bowling is the last part of the relationship when it comes to you have to make the rest of the relationship whole. You know, take 50% of my exhaustion, take 50% of my stress, or 25% even. I mean, oh my gosh, 25% is a lot when you take on so much. So when you work things together as a team, you become a team for everything, including a team with bowling. Yeah, and I'm going to put a spin on what you just said, Austin. I mean, maybe maybe putting that, how did you word it? Making the relationship a priority, putting the work into it. Maybe putting the work into it is understanding that maybe somebody's physically not able to do it yeah. or mentally as the guy, somewhere else. Yeah, as the guy, you know, yeah. he, like yeah. if you're looking for more bowling, look what you can do other, elsewhere to maybe open up that time and to open up that mental capacity for it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a whole big picture. It's, you know, as we get older and our children get older and everything else happens, that's when bowling is prioritized very differently because yeah. it becomes something you look for forward to because you're relaxed and, and you're, you know, able to do that. Right, right. Well, thank you so much, Tiffany. I really appreciate your call. Good points coming from a, a girl over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> appreciate you. No problem. Yeah, okay. yeah. And Tiffany, before we let you go, is that uh, statue of Melissa still standing in the town square of Portage? <laughs> you know, I'm from I Portage. I have been over that way. Okay, all right, all right. We'll just make, keep an eye on it at some point whenever you make it over there, so. We're Will do. Awesome. Well, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Christina and Moni. Do you think a relationship should end because you're just not bowling anymore? Absolutely. I think I think you should give it time. But if it keeps continuing, there's something else happening. It's been 10 years since I haven't bowled, so I'm ready to bowl. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, there's all different circumstances that take place. I'm going to throw one at you. What happens if a man has some physical issues, okay, and he's not able to do it? Then what do you say? It's completely different. That's, a, that's something physical. It's, that's different. But when you feel there's a disconnection and there's something out they're bowling somewhere else. And you said you're currently going through this right now? Uh, Ten years, no bowling. And I'm now I'm ready to file, yes. Really? Oh, my goodness. Yes. You, you think that he was going somewhere else? Absolutely. Ten years? Come on. Do you have proof? No. I just know that I'm ready to bowl. Yeah, okay. yeah right. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's interesting because I do feel like I, a majority of the time, I'd say probably you know eighty to ninety percent of the time, it's it's usually the genders are swapped in this situation. Yeah, it's true, but that's not true. I speak to a lot of women. A lot of men are doing it. Christina, I hate that you're going through it <laughs> yeah, currently. Yeah, sorry about that. It's all right. I'll be bowling soon. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, we wish you the best. We wish you. Uh, right. We hope we can get back out there to the lanes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. It's Melissa and Austin in the morning. On US 99. Melissa, I got into the most awkward small talk conversation the other day. Really? What happened? It just absolutely ridiculous. So it's no state secret on this show that uh, I tend to go to Twin Peaks in Oak Brook. Oh, I've heard all about it. It's the best place it. to watch sports. So many TVs. The beer's right. always cold. Best uh, and place those to are, watch sports. Those are the only reasons I go, Melissa. Right. Those and are the only reasons you I, go. I always go with <laughs> Meredith. Um, but Meredith, because of the the pipe bursting in our house and the, the massive amount of like like work because of that uh, issues we we got going on with the house, 
her and the girls went to grandma's house in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So I was alone this weekend. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to grab dinner at uh, at Twin Peaks. First time I've gone without M- Meredith there. Okay. And probably the last time I go without Meredith there because this was, okay. I just go and I sit at the bar and I'm watching sports and I'm I'm messing around on my phone the whole time. And all of a sudden I hear this, uh, hey, what's your name? And I was just like, oh no, are we really doing this? And because if there's one thing I hate, it's small talk. Okay. You've I, made mention of that I, a few times. I, I just don't like small talk. Like, it's different. Like, when we go out to station events and I meet listeners, those are different because, like, I already know right away we have something in common. We love country music. You listen to the show. Like, I, that kind of stuff is different. Mm-hmm. But when I am out and about with a, a known stranger, yeah. And it's just like, hey, what's your name? I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> so I, I shake his, the guy's hand. I'm like, I'm Austin. He's like, uh, cool. He's like, you know, uh, you know, these phones are killing us. These phones, everyone's always got their faces stuck in the phones. And I was just on my phone. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm, I know he's like, he's like lecturing me right now. Oh, he And is? I'm like, I know, oh. I know. And he goes on for probably five, five or seven minutes or so. Really? Just nonstop, just nonstop talking. And I just kept saying, yeah, yeah, I know. He goes, he goes, you know, it used to be like, you know, you'd come to a place like this and, you know, you'd have guys sitting on girls. But now guys are just had their faces stuck in the phones. He goes, like you, you're a young man. I bet you could pull uh, two or three girls tonight if you wanted. Oh and I was like, God. okay. And he was like, and keep in mind, the only girls in the entire establishment are the waitresses. Uh-huh. All right. There's, it's mostly just dudes. Yeah. That's and what it's designed to do. Then he goes, are you married? And I go, yeah. He goes, oh. Well, never mind then. Uh, what? But the point still stands. You know, it's basically like if guys would, you know, he goes, you know what? Actually, I'm going to I'm gonna go talk to that that cute blonde over there. Oh. Points so he was, to one of the waitresses. He was going to go make a move, huh? Yeah. And so he, he pulls okay. a $5 bill out of his pocket as a tip, throws it down on the table and, and with his bill and, and leaves and <laughs> walks away. And I watched him. I was like, okay, let's see. Let's see if this guy's all talk or whatever. He walks over to the blonde, <laughs> kind of stands awkwardly behind her. He's got his drink in his hand, kind of uh, awkwardly sits behind her and um, just stands there for a couple of seconds. And then he just walks out and then he just leaves. He just left the restaurant. And I was what? like, wait, what? Like, buddy, like here you are lecturing me about my phones <laughs> and about how like, oh, if you're not in your phone, you could go like, well, all these girls and I'm just. Um, and that was it? That was your grand finale? Was it awkward or was that whole thing entertaining? Just to see No. Him you know me. I hate small talk. That was that was I was in my hell on that night. Really? Yeah, it was awful. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. Allie in Logan Square. What's your great news? Uh, my great at eight is even though I don't like working out, I'm getting paid to go to a workout class with wait. like my coworkers. Wait, how? Why I, are you getting? Yeah, paid? I want to. I want so, that. <laughs> because I like started working at a clothing store at a mall, and they want us to like. I think the idea is they're called Team Sweats. Like we go to a work to a like a cycle bar or a boxing place. We, as in them, I've never been before because I don't like to work out. But I'm going today, and so they pay you for an hour of work because you're like you know repping their clothes. Oh wow. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. You're telling me you started okay. working for a clothing place in the mall okay. that wants you yeah. to look good because you're wearing their clothes? Well, no, no, no. So here's what it is. So like I work. 
work for Viore, and they they're called Team Sweat. So let's say anyone any one of our coworkers they're going to the Cycle Bar for an hour this morning, uh-huh. and the idea is you have to wear we have to wrap the Viore clothing. So it's like you're an ad for their store. Yeah, by right, right. Yeah, like people are seeing it in action. I guess, and then it counts as an hour of work. So the, you're getting paid, which I, so I guess, you know, I was like, oh, I'll go. Interesting. Do you have to post that anywhere on socials or does someone post that like on their no, so socials? I think it's technically about like relationship building with different workout studios and then probably getting them to come buy the clothes. That is super oh, cool. To that buy them. So like maybe have them so they can sell them in their gym. Exactly. Yeah. Have them so they can sell them or now maybe like you'll connect with people and then they'll do a, their gym will come buy clothes from our store. I want to know. I'm I want to check in with our bosses, Melissa, and see if they'll pay us to rep US 99 gear at, at, at workout places. Seriously? We I should mean, try maybe that. they would be. Because, I, Allie, I'm like you. I don't like working out. I don't like it at all. I feel I like I, I'm forced to do it, but if I got paid to do it, oh, I would do it all the time. Right? Like, I'm more of a low-intensity interval training. Like, if you want to uh-huh. sleep in child pose, that's okay. But... Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I'm very low-intensity interval training, too. Like, you know, raising the remote and working <laughs> exactly. out my thumb. Yeah. Bringing the beer up like to your clip. mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Allie, I, you don't have what? to tell me, but curiosity gets the cat. How much are they paying you? Oh, my gosh, Melissa. I knew you were going to ask okay. You're so funny. Well, so they're paying you like a full hourly rate. So let's say if you make what I make as a baseline sales associate, you know, they're paying me for that hour. We all have different rates. Like for me, I'm like an old person. Like I'm 27 and I'm working there. So let's say I have a master's degree. I'm working at a clothing store. I'm on the higher end of theirs. But so it's your hourly rate. If you're a manager, you're going to an hour of your manager rate. Allie, I can't believe how old you are. You are so you said, old. You said I'm I so old. 27. <laughs> My goodness. You old, you old lady, you. Are you able to work out? Out with your walker? <laughs> I work with like teen year olds, so you know what I mean? So they're like, well, they're the ones who told me. They're like, you know, you're like old, but you're still cool. You're old, but still cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. If they think you're old, I can't imagine what they think we are. I was, <laughs> I was dying. But no, it's great because I am a social worker, but I was looking for like low crisis work. And this one, it's like the biggest crisis of the day is like, sorry, ma'am, we don't have a medium, you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Oh. Right, right. It's been right. great. Well, Allie, thank you so much for this call. We appreciate it so much. Okay, well, it's always good to talk to you guys. And it was like a great at eight slash complaining at eight because I really don't. Like, yeah, right, rally, right, right, right. I hope you have a great rest of your day, guys. You thank too, you, Allie. Allie. We appreciate the call. TikTok, TikTok. It is 835-ish, which means it's time for the 5 at 835. And today, wouldn't you know it, we've got our friends Bridget and Mount Prospect. Okay. Going up against Margie and Tinley Park. Margie, why don't you say hello to Bridget? Hi, Bridget. Hi, how are you? Good. Don't get too quaint with each other, okay? <laughs> we are playing the 5 at 835 for some tickets for four days to Windy City Smokeout that's going to take place July 11th through the 14th. I hope you know your country trivia. We've got five country questions, and the only rule to this game is that your name is your buzzer. Do you both feel ready? Yes. Yep. Okay. With all that said, let's play. Question number one. In 1971, what did John Denver sing about wanting to take him home? Bridget. 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 (laughs) Country Roads. Is it Country Roads? To a place I belong. (laughs) West Virginia. (laughs) Mama. (laughs) 
<laughs> Question number two. Who sings Chicken Fried? Bridget. Martin. Bridget. Zach Brown Band. Is it Zach Brown Band? Man. It is. I don't know, Margie. Bridget's really fast. Yeah, Bridget's just quick with I it. Know. Monday, I know. All right. All right, Margie. We got we to be quicker with the buzzer, okay? Because if Bridget yeah. gets one more, she's going to smoke out. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Question number three. Which country music superstar known to drive circles around this town has teamed up with Russian DJ Zed for two hit songs, including The Middle? Bridget. 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 Maren Morris. Is it Maren Morris? Oh, baby. Wow. wow. It is. Bridget, you're going to smoke out. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Margie, she was tough. That, that was, was a hard uh, one yeah. to beat. Margie. <laughs> yeah, that was, I didn't know that one, but she was quick. Look, Margie, try again for another 5 at 835, and I, and I guarantee you, you won't be paired up against someone as quick as lightning as Bridget is. I will. Thank you so much. <laughs>